welcome to another episode of That's Funny, Just Kidding. I'm Matt. And I'm Hillary. And this is going to be a quick... just putting quick a lot of emphasis on episode. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this episode is going to be 20 seconds long. <laughs> because my battery is dying. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. It's... It might be a longer episode because I think we have a lot to talk about. But yeah, um, actually, I've got notes. Man. I've got all research. the notes. Uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> Can't wait to share with you some things I found out thirty minutes ago. So. Oh, I did this research last week, so Ew. or two weeks ago. When were we going to record this? Two I weeks don't know, ago, dude. Don't even call me out like that. Whoa. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Some of hey, us when, were when, moving. When, when was it that you canceled on me and we couldn't do this? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just when, kidding. When he said, hey, if you're, if you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even come back. <laughs> He's right. Uh, no, no, no. It's, yeah, no, you've been moving and there's just been a lot. And so there's been a, yeah. <clears throat> a bunch yeah. of stuff going on and we just haven't got a chance. So here we are. Um, so yeah, how have you been? Uh, let's pretend we didn't just talk for a half hour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been a plumber. I've been a contractor. I've been a painter. I've been a mover and I've been paid for none of it. <laughs> no, no, no. So I moved. But you've been paid place. in love by your oh. husband. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, I've moved, and my new address is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Send all of our fan mail, to. So, I, uh, yeah, I moved, and it's been crazy because we moved into uh, a bigger place than our townhouse, and we're renting out our townhouse, which means that we now have to oh. immediately turn around and get that ready to rent. I forgot so to ask you, so did, did that, that all is set up to rent or is somebody in there already? Um, there are still, they had like four people look at it Monday and three more appointments tomorrow. There were, you know, two people interested on Monday, but one of them, it wasn't going to work out for um, background reasons. And then the other people just didn't finish the application. So they're mm-hmm. showing it to more people. It's A lot of people are interested in it. The first person, a serial killer, I'm assuming. Yeah, background I think reasons. It, yeah, it flagged, flagged, <laughs> it flagged on the old background. It was Ted Bundy uh, in prison for serial killing. It's weird that they were at the showing, but yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you can do so, them on Zoom now. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's why. That's why. Yeah. So it's it's been crazy. I took a week off of work and I was doing 14 hour days at the houses you know and all of it is good like all of it is wonderful very um very proud to be able to have the house and to finally be here because we closed on it actually more than a month ago and we finally got possession of it so um and we had to get in there because of the previous people smoked so we had a lot of work to do and that's why I've been drowning in a sea of um, home ownership. So, <laughs> were you able to really get a lot of that smoke smell? No, out, so we just decided or... to start smoking ourselves just to make. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the only solution. What is was happening to... tonight? 
What is happening? I have no brain left. No, it's great. It's great. um, Yes, I yes, I believe besides the garage, because how can you get smoke out of a garage? Uh, I think the rest of the house is 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 smelling okay. You know, it's uh, it is what it is, man. You'll tell me when you come to visit. (laughs) And you, what you will do is I'll update the listeners. You will say, you will say, smelled amazing. Smelled amazing. Uh, is yeah. it okay if I smoke? Yes, <laughs> you like light up in your room. Just, oh my gosh! I don't normally smoke, but I just, don't, but I just, just to fit feel in. like yeah, just to fit into the house. Uh, no, I think we did a pretty good job. We had, uh, we had so so. <laughs> We're in a pandemic, so I... Be- whoa, 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 what? What? Matt, Matt, <laughs> those vaccines you got were for a pandemic. <laughs> oh, were oh. they? Yeah, it wasn't just I, to get 5G. Um, it's not so- polio? I thought those <laughs> yeah. were polio shifts. <laughs> so, uh, what... <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying. I don't know. We're in the 40s. No. No. (laughs) So I needed help with the house. So I, but I didn't want there to be groups of people here. So I made an Excel spreadsheet of time frames for my friends to fill in and volunteer. That's incredible. And they love me enough to log into that. And put their little name down. And so we had somebody here, um, you know, at least one person with us the whole time just helping awesome. paint, helping, yeah. you know, scrub stuff. It was it was just incredible. It really shows you, you know, how, if you surround yourself with wonderful people, you know, yeah. they lift you up and you do the same. So it was, it was great. So thank you, everyone, who... Who painted is, my house? <laughs> is this um? Is this just to to guilt me for not being there to help you? Is that is that what this whole thing rude is? That you didn't fly I, out. I, um, all right. Uh, in well, a, in a pandemic, to paint my office, uh, uh, st- racing stripe wall. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm still pro racing stripe. I, I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna post a picture of the racing stripe, and and I want people to vote. Should I have kept? The flaming racing stripe in my it. office. Should have kept it. Should <laughs> Let have kept us know it. in the comments. Let us, your office sponsored by Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, that's so good how, that you. How you've has been, it been with you while I've been drowning in? I you took know. up smoking. Oh, um, oh no, 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 It'd be no. great for you later on. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, I, things have been okay. Yeah. I don't know what I said on the podcast, um, ever, A, but, but B, um, I, 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 you know that I started doing the, like, crossfit um, stuff. Um, I don't know if we recorded an episode since I started doing it, um, because I... You did talk about it. Did I? The first time you talked about the gym and how it had just opened. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like one of the best qualities of it. <laughs> the, the CrossFitters <laughs> no hadn't there. quite found it yet. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't. It's been great. Thursday's class was just me and another girl. Not what? another girl. A girl. I Never mind. A little um, girl? A or? little girl, yes. She oh, was wow. seven years old. Wow. That's incredible. A she woman. was lifting her body she weight. Was lifting. <laughs> she was lifting She was lifting you. another girl. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's a better joke than she was yeah, lifting yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It's been really great. And I really enjoyed um, 
the gym. Um, we're rounding out um, Sexual Assault Awareness Month is, is coming to an end. So my work is slowing, not slowing down, but it's the events and things that we yeah. I have been doing for that um, are sort of winding down. We have a concert tomorrow night and then we have a... Um, Denim Day next week. Oh, oh, when this comes out, Wednesday. Um, denim Day. Wear denim your denim. Uh, tag us. Um, denim Day is a day to wear denim and spread awareness. Why denim? Question mark. Um, back in the 90s, a um, an Italian Supreme Court threw out a rape case and said, well, uh, you were wearing, to the woman, you were wearing tight jeans so you must have had to help them, uh, help the, the man get the jeans off because they were so tight. Oh so that gosh. implies consent. Oh my God. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why we, um, we have Denim Day to spread, to help spread awareness uh, of that. So <sighs> wear your denim, yeah. tag social media, hashtag Denim Day, Sam. Um, I, this, I don't know why I'm pushing work stuff on here. <laughs> I like I no, like it's the good. stuff that the Women's yeah. Center puts out on Instagram. That's me. I am. Maybe I don't. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Well, um, yeah. Welcome to nonprofit. I'm the social media person. I'm the education person. Mm-hmm. I'm the mm-hmm. move furniture person. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving our offices, um, not the physical building, but we're moving um, down the hall, and uh, we're just coordinating. <laughs> Who's going to move what? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I I love working at the Women's Center. I'm going to get this caveat right here. But I will say there are some people that work there that are very much like, well, you're the man, so you do it. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't know. That's what we're all about. I mean, Ladies, yeah. <laughs> first of all, I'm very weak. Um, (laughs) whatever you've been doing crossfit i see those muscles through that shirt buddy don't even ladies from the women's center he has muscles under there and he was just telling me about his legs were much stronger so they can move okay all right i say all right i'll get the girl the little girl from the gym to help us the seven-year-old that can lift your body weight yeah maybe that's what you need she needs to come over yeah that's what we'll do so yeah that's been um that's been good yeah that's that's been i don't know what else there's a lot of stuff um wait but but you said before this let's quick let's hurry up and record because i have something to tell you oh no i don't oh i don't know if i want to do this on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) then why did you say we had to hurry up no i didn't mean it that way um uh i yeah, let's maybe not talk about this on the podcast. Um, All right, Matt. Uh, I mean, Steve, we'll cut this part Steve, out. Steve, Steve, cut this out. Please, Steve, cut this out. Um, no, no, no. I am, uh, well, the abridged version is I, I am uh, dating a lady, uh, and she's great, and she lives in California. So that's, uh, that's interesting. That is, yeah. Dynamics. That was, yeah, I love that's, that. That's, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, no, and no. And her address is no. Her address is <laughs> Oakland, California. <laughs> um, that's as specific as I'll give you right now. Oh wow, yeah, that's more specific than I would. <laughs> um, no, but you don't have her name or any other information. So find yeah. a lady in Oakland, California, yeah. and it's probably her. Yeah, yeah, she's the only one. Yeah, she is the only lady in California. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so that's been um, a really uh, well. It's a longer, more involved story. But sure, um, sure. time zones are weird. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, Especially because you're four hours ahead? Three. Or two, three, three? three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So coordinating, hanging out and stuff is yeah. weird. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah it's weird <laughs> and then tonight like we we're we we're trying to figure out how to do like a game night and i was like well i have a podcast at 10 30 but you're three hours like i can't do this math math no, is not my you strong need to suit. hire somebody for this relationship i think hire we're gonna somebody. have to i think we're gonna have to break up simply because right. i can't do math <laughs> yeah tis tis the story of the ages <laughs> oh god it's every time like it's it's a lot and also the math in my head of like when i can text her of like versus like i'm not gonna text oh that's four in the morning for her no i'm not gonna text her then. yeah um yeah. so yeah that's been uh it's been interesting um but it's good it's it's a good thing i'm going out there in a couple of weeks Ooh, um, awesome. yeah 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 um yeah, so I take it up smoking. I don't know what what was that. You keep coming back around to that um, old cigarette. The old cigarettes. <laughs> no, you um, took up smoking of like cigarellos or a pipe or something. Like a big a bubble pipe. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I've got mm-hmm. a bubble pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, because I don't like talking about myself. Speaking of California, you know what's in California? A lot of cults. Oh, well, yes, that's on my list. That's on my list. Um, Mine as well. So okay, I actually, okay, so um, Matt and I kind of switch off picking. It's true. Not picking, but we kind of, I think we lob it to each other. Like, what are we going to talk about? It's your turn. So I, I, said, that, <laughs> I said that to Matt. And um, granted, you guys will may remember our <laughs> previous <laughs> Episode hey, you put me on blast. What are you earworms. doing? <laughs> and then Matt goes, hmm, I don't know. Let me think. Let's talk about cults, <laughs> which has been on our list. It's like, it's not totally list. out of left field. And it's something that we talk about in our friendship a yes. lot, actually. Our friendship is a cult. I was like, wow, we're going that deep. Because you know what? It's our podcast, and we've always had the um, disclaimer that we're going to talk about whatever we want, whenever we want. So, whatever. Uh, so today, we're talking about cults. Um, Webster's Dictionary. Def- no, it's kidding. funny. So I looked up the definition of a yes, cult. Yes, please would you, do. Would you like it? Okay. Yes. It is a group that has unusual religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs or a common interest in a particular personality, object, or goal. Interesting. That is the definition of a cult. Um, which Which is interesting to me because there are factions. When I started to make my list of like cults, I was like, do I make categories? Right. Because there's, there's... 
different kinds. Like there's yes the religion, the religion, so-called religion, or there's this or there's that, and I didn't know what to do, so I just picked my favorite cults. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I picked um, things that disturbed me the most, and okay. um, I tried not to focus too heavily on just one religion because i gotta say yeah mormons is pretty easy to find scientology and mormons that's that's, yeah that's like number one but i've got a i've got another one in there that i think i can speak to pretty well but it's well um, christianity sorry but i yeah i think that this will be very interesting. Matt mm-hmm. and I have not talked about what each of us have no. here, um, no. but something that I, I'm fascinated with it. I'm also disturbed by it. I can't. It depends on what it is because cults, they really take people and chew them up, and then when yeah. they eventually spit them out, it's devastating and it yeah. ruins lives ruins entire lives so um yeah Yeah. and 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 it's never it it kind of goes back to and maybe i'm getting too far into this to start but when we talk about believing survivors of sexual assault Mm. for for people to be believed after they come out of a situation like that and you know, you you ask, oh, why do people stay with somebody who's yeah. abusing them? Yeah. Um, it's because, you know, there's so many different so factors. Many Trauma, yeah. you're being brainwashed into it. There's manipulation and gaslighting. It's like that all Fear, happens yeah. Yeah, within does. a cult. Yeah. And that's why people stay. That's why people are in it still. And... It's it's interesting that you make that connection because I've never officially made that connection, but really thinking about um, the the work that I do is, and I always we always talk about how, uh, especially even in domestic violence situations, that um, they don't ever start out that way. Right. And the research that I have been uh, doing on these cults. It, that's the one thing that I, I kept coming across is they never, these cults never started bad. Like they weren't like, we're out to kill people. It all right. started, a lot of them started with like a weird self-helpy thing or trying to make your life better. And right. then something like shifts over time. And that's like the the snowball effect that I talk about sometimes in domestic violence of smaller things lead to bigger things, which lead to bigger things. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're too far into it to get out. It's the, the frog in boiling water, you know? hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And I think too, some, what's interesting about some things that spiral and you can, you can see it throughout many different religions as well is the original intention of it. Hmm. gets completely misinterpreted and misused down the line and like you know when you want to talk about scientology i I mean he was trying to make money that's all trying to sell books he was trying to sell his stuff 
Do we want to start with Scientology? Do we want to start with Scientology? And and I have to say, I was kind of nervous because I know Scientology is like a huge thing and they're scary. They're going to go out. They're going to come after us. No, don't. Matt's address is. (laughs) I'm very fascinated with the addresses today. Um, No, it's funny that you said that because, you know, I get, I've watched all kinds of Scientology documentaries, but. The thing I guess I didn't retain was that he wrote Dianetics... Before. Before everything, because he was a science fiction writer. He just... It was just a failure of a story. Well, and then what happened was he lost the copyright, so then he sort of rewrote it as a religion or a philosophy to regain the copyright for money. Yes. Yeah, I, I forgot that that was what... What it, how it sort of uh, came Ron, about. Ron Hubbard, right? What, what L. Ron Hubbard. L. Yeah. Ron Hubbard. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just his mother and, and was now, Mother Hubbard. Mother Hubbard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Steve, cut that out. <laughs> Steve, cut that out, please. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. What were you saying? No, I remember that documentary on HBO about it. It. it yeah. It was just, I watched it so, like, three times because you, when you're on the outside, you can see, you know, A to B to C, but when you're in it, and I have, like, a little bit of experience being on the inside of something and then coming out on the other side and, and looking back thinking, what the heck? I believe that or I, you yeah. know, said that. And so I have a lot of empathy for people coming out of those situations. I know, and you have guilt too, that oh, you were a part of it and in yeah. people that you hurt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I watched the, the Leah Remini show and yeah. she has a podcast too that I've been listening to and it's, it's just fascinating, and it, and this is with all all the cults we'll probably talk about today. Is mm-hmm. yeah, those people when you're in it, you don't. And again, back to the domestic violence, sexual. When you're in it, you don't yeah. really realize that what is yeah. happening to you or to people around you. Yeah, um, well, think about it, Leah Remini. So her story is she entered it as a kid. She yeah. was a part of it. Her mom introduced her to it. Yeah. Um, I think, was she in the Sea Org? That whole, yes. that was like, yeah. so Sea Org is like Scientology on steroids, like a whole other thing where you're on a well, ship and like, it's really strict and, and, um, Well, that was the reason, the reason that existed is so he could get off a of land because and not he, pay taxes exactly. and, and all that. Yeah. But he, but he told all of these people it was because they needed to spread Scientology and they needed this it just and you can see it so plainly from the outside but yeah so so she left in 2013 is when Mm. she finally left which as if you think about it that's not that long ago I mean it is but it's not that long ago um and then 40 years ago (laughs) 40 years ago yes um (laughs) yes I established bad at math just just go smoke your cigarettes okay (laughs) perfect yeah, so she started to see the abuse. So this is 
we'll say it's all alleged because that's what we have to say these days. But um, (laughs) she witnessed uh, the abuse of Sea Org members. And then she started to question things. And, of course, she's a celebrity. So she had a little more cushion than some other people within Scientology. But she started to speak out. And then the leader, um, after L. Ron Hubbard died, David Miscavige, his wife suddenly disappeared and she didn't like she yeah she didn't attend tom cruise and uh, katie holmes wedding and that like i guess leah remini thought that was really odd like why is in and they she was told to basically like shut your mouth and they she went through what's called interrogations and um and creepily thought modification like that's an actual term within scientology is you need to have thought modification if that doesn't scream cults where you're literally modifying how someone is thinking i don't know what else does and and part of that thought modification is is convincing someone that they did something they didn't do like yeah. something awful for they try to get like collateral kind, and that goes into Nixium, which we can talk about too. Oh, um, geez, but yeah. they try to they try to get these quote unquote confessions, right? Uh, uh, and they plant this information and sort of make you feel like, well, you must have done this, um, right? Well, then it, they can it, blackmail you as well. Yeah. Oh, they well, have that's all exactly what it's about. Against you, and that's yeah. what manipulation. Just well, complete and, manipulation. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Scientology was not, I mean, it was not great uh, when L. Ron Hubbard was running it. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you, when L. Ron Hubbard was sort of running the ship, no pun intended, um, he, it was more, it was more multi-level marketing scheme than anything. Yes, yes. And, and then when he left David Miscavige, came in and it became this again going back to the domestic violence and stuff it became this abusive power and control situation where it was that the the grab for power and to control and and keep everyone down and and it it just became a scary terrible situation allegedly right because allegedly uh (laughs) because the biggest piece about that is there uh what's his name the the second who was second to david miscavige why can't i remember his name who oh, was on uh, the show with mike uh, mike render yeah so he talks about how he'd literally get beaten by yeah. david miscavige in this solitary area unit whatever it's called and then he'd go do interviews saying how David was the best guy, yes. and of course he would never hurt him. Like, what a, yeah. you know, what liars to say that anyone was hurting him. And then he'd go back into, like, voluntarily, and we say voluntarily, but, you know, he could have just, in yeah. our minds, just left, just gone away. But he went but back it's, it's, because it's, of that control. Yeah, it's yeah. that the power and control domestic violence thing again of, like, if I speak out, the abuse might get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, or mm-hmm. if I try to get away from this, in, in, I think we've talked about this in another episode, but in domestic violence situations, it takes an average of seven attempts to get out 
of a, a, a relationship like that before someone can safely. Yeah. So, because every time they try, it either gets worse or the situation right. changes. And it's the same with these cults. It's like they don't want to, um, you don't want to, um, uh, what's the thing with the water? You don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. You just, you just do keep your head down, keep doing what you're doing. And hopefully you won't get hurt or anyone around yeah. you won't get hurt. And it's just awful. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that this is a good example of like a huge entity cult yes. that's yeah. right in front of us. We all oh know God. it is. Oh we God. know what happens in it. And yeah. it just continues to happen. It's fascinating that um, I, when I was doing my research about Scientology, that the United States is one of the very few countries that will... Uh, that classify it as a religion and yeah. give it tax exempt status. Um, right. Most countries around the world will not classify it as even a charity. Know. As they even know a it's charity. A hoax. Yeah. They know yeah. that that yeah. tax exempt stuff Ugh. gets them out of so many so things. Much. So much. It's dangerous. Yeah. 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 So that's. Uh, yeah, Scientology. <laughs> Scientology. That's the that's the first boom we hit you guys with. So, uh, <laughs> man, it's that was a big one to hit at first. I, I can transition us to oh, can yes, can, yes, uh, Steve. Um, can Steve? we just take a quick break so I can plug in my yes <laughs> my phone before it dies? All right, thank mm-hmm, you, Steve. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve. Can we can we bring it back? Steve, we good? We are back. I think we're back, and we're. Oh, we forgot to do. Are we gonna have commercials this week? Oh, not this week. We we definitely we will have sponsors next week, folks. It's really exciting. We're very excited. Right. We... <laughs> Cannot hype it up enough. Can't. Um. <laughs> um. So all right. So Scientology. What else do we have? Um, well, do you want to oh, go? Yeah. Do you want to go? Well, I want to pivot, still on a cult route, but I want to go down a path that is, um, you will find these little sects of things that branch off from main religions and then become their own sect. So there is a documentary, and Matt knows that I will show this to any friend that comes to my home who will listen to me (laughs) okay i need to say uh, before you talk about it i am very much like this is a topic that i am deep into like i and i had never seen this documentary until hillary was like we gotta watch this so many times because i will watch it with anyone that will listen (laughs) so it is a documentary called one man six wives and 29 children and it is a a bbc documentary and it is about the polygamist tom green so tom green is this a different tom green than the one from mtv um no they're the exact same (laughs) the comedian tom green yeah so um 
he is a man who was who grew up in the church of the Latter-day Saints and then he kind of broke off into his own sort of vibe if you will so he um um was a horrible man so let's start off with that he had seven wives one of which his first wife that he married was 13 years old and um, then eventually he married one of his stepdaughters while he was still currently married to her mother um, so they lived in the Utah desert in trailers that they found one of the children died in an electrical fire because they're just in these rundown places. He had no money to take care of any of them. And to watch this documentary, to see the brainwashed young women, folks, I'm talking young women that are infatuated with him, that have millions of his children, and believe that he is of God and he confirms it as well like this you know I've got this connection direct connection with God and um it's just so manipulative and I think within his version of Mormonism he's got his own cult so in my researching so he was finally I forget what year he was finally convicted, he was arrested and convicted uh, in 2002 of child rape. We'll have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this, Matt. Don't let me forget. Steve, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> so um, for having sex with his 13-year-old wife, the first wife, the only legal wife that he had. And she gave birth, like obviously, like, you know, it's proven. So um, he was out of prison on parole in 2007. She never testified against him, obviously. She didn't think that there was anything wrong. She was devastated that he was in prison. And then I just saw this. He died February this year from COVID. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. And he died and he had, so since that documentary, 29 children, he um he had up to 35 children after that and uh, there's not much to say about it i guess other than that but it was just it was described as utah's first high profile bigamy case in a half century and it, it's just kind of crazy because you know that they all <laughs> That's not the only case of that, right? That's just they caught him because of the child rape conviction. But there are plenty of, you know, ways, people more behind doors, behind walls. Um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. And then what happened is that Green would marry these young women legally, then divorce them so that they could collect welfare payments received as single mothers which by the way no people more than them needed those welfare checks because they lived in extreme poverty because of these beliefs that he was you know just this gift from god and he i mean he failed them it was just 
It's you guys have to watch it. One man, six wives, twenty nine children. It's on YouTube. It is. And if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, just go visit Hillary. I will make you watch it. My address is. Anyone who comes over to my house has probably watched this if I think they're even remotely interested. Uh, yeah, it's insane. So so Tom Green, uh, MTV. MTV's <laughs> Drew Barrymore's ex. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? The the sad thing is, is he, he was only sentenced to five years for that conviction. And then five years to life in prison for the uh, second conviction. And then, of course, he just was released from prison on parole. That's a predator. That's an absolute predator and pedophile for those young, young women. And he talks about in the documentary, oh, well, if they are able to have children, then they're able to understand about this. And, and it's just, it's awful. So and that. So there's that one. <laughs> There's that one. <laughs> um, but like you said, though, it, that is so spread so across uh, fundamental Mormonism of like uh, Warren Jeffs and like other high profile. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But what that is comes from is like it's just ingrained in and I don't want to go off on Mormonism. I mean, I can. We can. Um, but that's how it started. And that was, those are the roots of like Joseph Smith having a whole bunch of wives and then pre who knows, pre let's say pretending or feeling like he, um, God came to him and said, you need to write this new book of the Bible. It's the book of Mormon. Mm -hmm. And here are some plates to translate and then he was like, oh, I can't show anybody the plates. Um, and right. And that's in the rooted in all of that is that polygamy and, and racism and all kinds of so all kinds much of racism. Yeah. And it 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 just branches off and branches off and it just happens over and over. It's a cycle like it happens over and, and even every quote unquote Steve, do some. We need to get some checks on here, but like every pre president that there's been of the church has been uh, chosen by God, uh, right. and et cetera, et cetera, and it just is this never-ending cycle. Yeah. So what you're describing is the bite model, and this is something that is used by religious groups. Um, sorry, religious cult groups. I would argue religious groups as well um so it is behavior information thought and emotion control so when you have all those together the bite principle you literally brainwash people with it and so any sort of information that you're trying to influence people with you think about how does this modify their behavior and i give them just enough information to change their thoughts and control their emotions I've never heard that before, and that's so succinct and... Yeah, yeah. I mean, not perfect, but... 
it's, yeah, vomit. So you'll see it. You can look at anything. You can look at elements of Mormonism. You can look at elements of Christianity. You can look at elements of anything and find the bite model in there to sell people. You can look at the bite model in Trumpism, in QAnon. I mean, that's going into a lot of conspiracy theory, but that's it's the same principle that you're building off of to control people. I don't want to be this the 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 a-hole devil's advocate guy too, but I mean not even just Trumpism, like uh, most political ideology just in general and even if you agree with it it's still using that that sort of model like oh yeah you can see that in the radical left you can yeah you see that in all sorts of areas yeah that's so true and yeah it's like just because you think some person is trying to do any sort of good doesn't mean they're trying to do some sort of behavior modification to get you to be emotionally um, controlled by what they're saying. It's, yeah, it's very, it's a slippery slope. That's for sure. Um, yeah. And yeah. with, with all of the, with all of these religions, if, and not just religions, with all cults and everything, if, if you're looking, if you want to, you're, you want to, you want certain information you're looking for certain information, whatever that information may be, when that person or entity or whatever it might be mm-hmm. gives that information to you, then you're like, what am I trying to say? The words are not coming out. I think the important, I think what you're trying to say and what I'm getting from it is that if the information is controlled and you cannot question the information, you can't go to an external resource as well. You have to get your information from within. There's something wrong. If you're not allowed to explore outside of that thought structure or belief structure, you're probably in the bite model. And because that is a control of the flow of information. And if you feel like you will be ostracized or punished for gathering information or even feeling different, having different emotions than what you're told or different thoughts, then it's likely like there are some controlling Um, there are some behavior controls going on and it's very hard once you've been in it to feel like you can try to find answers because you've been so, you've been so controlled and even, even after kind of removing yourself from it, you still feel this residual guilt that you've you know you don't believe in, but it's there and it's still trying to control you. And it's what keeps you stuck. It what keeps you in things. And that's the whole point is for you to stay in that cycle. Yeah. And you don't trust anything outside of that. Because you can't. Yeah. You've been told you can't. And here's why. And then all this information flow and you think, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because you've never looked elsewhere. Oh boy. <laughs> How's everyone doing, Steve? Or... 
has anyone has anyone paused yet (laughs) oh man sometimes i i hear from folks that listen to our episodes and they're just fun episodes and they're like i listen to them in chunks this one's gonna be a listen to it in chunks this one's gonna be a listen to it in chunks yeah good luck editing it steve um or matt Matt's term. <laughs> Especially now that the sound thing is a real problem. Ooh boy. Um are have we have we uh any we wanna hit on a religion? Did you wanna hit on another religion thing before we move on or No, we we can move on. You can um you can present something else because I've got one more and I don't know if we want <laughs> I don't know if it's a, a, a curtain closer or what. So. Oh boy! All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out there um, the thing that got me interested in cults. Um, the 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 first time I really heard about a cult, and I was fascinated. It was mm-hmm. before the internet. Let's take it back. Before the internet existed, well, the internet actually existed. It it was very. He lied to us every. Yeah, <laughs> you can't let you can't trust me. I'm not a cult leader. Um, it, the internet it was on the precipice when we were doing like research in encyclopedias. Um, it was a little cult called Heaven's Gate in 1997. Um, I was in seventh grade, and there you can do some math on that. Um, yeah, so 1997, Heaven's Gate, uh, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, um, Bonnie Nettles, they started it in the seventies. Bonnie Nettles then died in 1985. So it was really under Marshall Applewhite's, um, sort of control. Now, Marshall Applewhite, you might not know that name. Uh, you definitely know his face. Um, he was all over the news. He looked very shocked. All the time. Um, you, you saw him on our Instagram feed. I put him up there today. Um, but the Heaven's Gate uh, cult uh, really believed that the Earth was going to be recycled um, before 2027. Um, and that their, the, um, their consciousnesses... Conscious? Nigh? Nope. I don't know. Um, would leave their bodies... But they had to basically get rid of their bodies for their consciousness to to leave their body. And it was to go to like a next level. And what was going to take them to that next level um, was a spacecraft um, that was, was uh, driven or whatever by aliens um, that was going to come for, for them. Um, what they sort of realized what the, was this spacecraft was following the Hale-Bopp comet in 1997. And that's where it sort of gained some notoriety of like, oh, this spacecraft was behind the Hale-Bopp comet. And so that's how they kind of got associated with the Hale-Bopp comet. Um, there, <laughs> this was a fun fact that I, not a fun fact, but <laughs> right before, so what ended up happening, spoiler alert, if you haven't, uh, read history, um, 39 people, um, uh, ended up committing mass suicide. Um, they put purple sheets over themselves and wore, uh, Nikes. They all wore Nike. Oh, I didn't get the, 
I didn't look up the type of Nikes they were wearing. Um, but I did read that they're very valuable and rare now. Um, but anyway, um, they killed themselves in this, in this house in California, um, hoping to be taken to the next level. But shortly before they uh, did that, they... <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but it's kind of funny. Um, it's kind of funny, A, because it exists. Um, they purchased alien abduction insurance that would... Um, $1 million per person, and the policy would cover if they were abducted by aliens, impregnated by aliens, or killed by aliens. Um, the, the, I like those things. I'm very curious about this insurance policy because I don't think it's ridiculous to have one. I just want to know the details. <laughs> well, that's so I started to d- dive a little into the insurance because I, I didn't understand because I also don't understand if you are in theory. I mean, I guess they couldn't collect on the insurance because they had all died. Um, right. But let's say there were family members. How, how do they? Yeah, how do they prove right. that? They were um, it's one of the um, only like niche insurances in the United States. There's there's very few. There's like body part insurance, like if you're Mary Hart or something. That's a weird reference. Um, she's she's got her legs. She's got her legs insured. That was like a big deal back in the nineties. And, like, I think Vanna White has, like, her hands insured. Um, but I, I pulled up this list of niche insurance, and it's, like, it's, like, uh, fire fire insurance or body part insurance or tornado insurance. And then the bottom of the list is alien abduction insurance. I was, like, all right. Well, there is, a, there is one insurance agency in Florida. Checks out. Um, that... <laughs> that offers alien uh, abduction insurance. But this, at the time, in 1997, it was all over the news. And so I, w- I was constantly being bombarded with, like, pictures. And I-, I know when it happened, they it was sort of on the precipice of the 24-hour news cycle. So, like, places like CNN w- were ha- had cameras at the house for for like days, for days. So it was constant coverage of um, of the Heaven's Gate call. And I just, I that's what got me into like really um, following cults and really being fascinated because right. it was a fascinating thing to me. So yeah. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. There was a, there was an HBO documentary um, just a month or two ago on it. And I don't have HBO. So I <laughs> did not watch it. I thought you were going to say, and I purchased HBO so I could watch it because I ran out of Manson documentaries. <laughs> well, well, so, sorry, we'll get into Manson in a minute, but uh, the, <laughs> very, very much like uh, Manson, uh, as well as most cults that have like multiple documentaries, there's no new information in any of these documentaries, no, but I will watch every is. single yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Anyway. And it's interesting, too, because I do wonder what sort of um, mental state some of these people are in to 
not just like, not necessarily somebody walking in and believing it. Cause if somebody is convincing enough, I think it's, you know, and if you're open to it, it's not that hard to believe something, even though it seems outlandish, but for the original person. Yeah. Well, it, it was, uh, with Marshall Applewhite, this is what I, I found with a lot of these cult leaders. They were college professors, smart, smart, smart people that just something, something didn't go right in their life or, uh, and they just decided this is what I'm going to believe in now. And yeah. this is what I'm going to devote my time to. And, um. Yeah, it's interesting to see that most of these leaders are genuinely... Well, and that's, again, not to go back to the domestic violence thing again, but they are the the charming, the smart, the manipulative. Like, they know how to do that stuff. Like, and it takes... And I don't mean to in any way diminish victims, but it takes a smart person to be able to coerce and manipulate and um yeah it's interesting too oh of oh a fun fact that i didn't write down but i wanted to tell you i should have written it written it down not a fun fact that's awful um one of the the gentleman who died in the heaven's gate cult was the brother of uh nichelle nichols oh my gosh whoa yeah and she went on like a uh like an anti-cult yeah. like it took it up as a cause for a long time i don't know if she's oh wow oh my gosh what a what an odd connection there nichelle nichols lieutenant Ahura, you know <laughs> star trek <laughs> nerd nerd <laughs> Yeah, so what do you got next? Well, it depends because we're at 53 minutes here. Yeah, we're at 53 minutes. I've got like six more cults. I know. So I'm wondering, like, let's pick one more. What do we want to go with? What have you got? What do you want to do? What one do we have in common? Is it Manson? What? Uh... No, the only other one I have to talk about is Christian nationalism. Okay, I got Manson, I've got Jim Jones, and I've got the Source family. What do you want? Do you want to talk about Christian Nationalism? I've never, I've never heard of the, about the Source family. Do we want to? It's a. I'll give you a quick one. It's there's a great. It's a, a 70s a vegan sex cult. Oh. Um, wow. Here is the, here Sounds is the interesting. Thing. <laughs> well, that's funny you say that because. Um, it was uh, a guy called Father Yode. His real name was Jim Baker. Um, Father Yode was this like hippie vegan. It's interesting that all of these, not all of the cults, but most of the cults are are dangerous and bad. Yes. Um, this is the only cult that I'm like into that's not wasn't really dangerous or bad. They were just, they all lived in a house. They all just like had sex with each other all the time. And then they opened a vegan restaurant in Los Angeles. Um, that was around for a long, long time. Um, Sounds like just LA right now. Just like a group of friends in LA. It Yeah. It, it's funny because it, not funny. I say that so many times. Um, 
Because it was one of those gross, like, he had 14 wives, etc., etc. But it was... Nobody... I mean, other than that, but nobody, like, got killed or hurt, and it wasn't about anger. It really play. It was off of the tenets of yoga and really, like, peace oh, and love. It's very interesting because that, that's, that made my mind trigger to something else when you were talking about it because it had yoga vibes, but um, for um, Bikram and Bikram yoga and how that is, like, a whole mess and like assault there um but <coughs> excuse me um that was very cult like the people who followed him and he manipulated him, them yeah right still still i think he's in see he in spain is that the only place he could go because most places have like banned him because he's sexually assaulted so many women and they were that is that's there's something I think on Netflix about Bikram and it's basically that he created a created as in quotes and loosely because he stole it from someone else as well but he um, was kind of a guru from India and he created this style of yoga um, after his own name Bikram and it's that it's hot yoga um, where you're doing it in super humidity and he would like hit people and yell at people during yoga and everyone just loved it because he told them that's how it was supposed to be that's that's like a little mini cult for you to throw out there not many horrifying yeah yeah so that's the source family and uh father yo died in a hang gliding accident in 1975 (laughs) he had never gone hang gliding i know it's not funny (laughs) He had never gone hang gliding, and he was just like, I'm going to go hang gliding in Oahu, and he uh, didn't go so well for him. Um, So anyway, that's Father Yod and the Source Family. There's a great documentary on Netflix called The Source Family, um, if you would like more information about that. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm good at closing the chapter at the hang gliding accident. like that's that's you know at least uh, for that <laughs> we're yeah yeah oh man are we gonna have to do a part two i we might have to do a part two because matt has like 60 and i have at least one more point to talk about so we'll see like if you guys you know maybe if you enjoyed this or were interested by it or fascinated or disturbed but that's okay Let us know, and we'll do a part two to this cult. Yeah, yeah, cults part two. Um, Speaking of cults, please uh, leave us five stars. (laughs) On uh, anywhere you can, uh, street signs, whatever, just five star reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Just write them on bathroom walls. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, none of this is meant to offend anyone that, you know, is in any certain, like, has any certain religious affiliation. Or anybody who likes hang gliding. Yeah, anyone who likes cigarettes. um, It's just, it's a conversation between two friends. And, you know, we've had our own experiences, which we can speak to. And I think that that's important to remember as well as we kind of talk about some of these heavy topics. But yeah, let us know. Do you want a part two? 
do you want a part two? And you gotta say yes, because we Matt's got 60 more cults to talk about. I only have two more. It's funnier when I say 60, but you know. I mean, I could come up with more. Yeah, I know you could, you could. But we need to keep this at an hour, otherwise people don't want to listen anymore. Although, sh- although shout out to my friend Rannon, who listens to these on his long drives. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, so uh, if you have questions, comments, etc., hit us up on TFJK Podcast on Instagram. (laughs) I still don't know what it is. (laughs) And and TFJK Pod at at gmail.com. Thanks, Barb Kessler, for uh, uh, joining Instagram just to follow us on Instagram. So thank you. (laughs) Is that real? Is that real? That's a real. Oh, did you not see? You didn't see her comments? No, I gotta go look. I've been moving. Barb, you gem. You gem of a human. I love her so much. (laughs) Um, So yeah. Um, Well, thank you for joining us. I don't know how to end a cult episode. How do we end a cult episode? (laughs) Like this.